When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. Hang on to your tractors. Here's another update. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Well, it looks like at least 16 of the major corn-producing states got a little corn in the ground as of Sunday. That's one of the latest updates we're bringing to you this morning. Good morning, everyone. I'm Farm Director Pam Yankee. Tickled to have you along with us. Another story that's catching my attention, farmland values in the state of Illinois have gone up 45% in the past two years' time. And that's not necessarily the prime farmland, if you know what I mean. We'll focus in on some of that detail as the morning unfolds. John Heinberg, market advisor, Total Farm Marketing out of West Bend, also joining us this morning. The markets are very robust. Corn, beans, wheat, even dairy. Uh, What's the enthusiasm all about? It's probably not the latest crop progress report, but you never know. Weather-wise, Wisconsin got about 1% of our corn in the ground as of Sunday, and now for a lot of that corn, it is in cold, wet soils. Things are going to start to warm up a little bit today, but we've got more rain in the forecast this week. Today, look for sunny skies. 54 are expected high. Tomorrow, a 70% chance of rain, 56. Thursday, an 80% chance of rain, 64. And Friday, partly sunny skies, 56 before a little bit more rain in the forecast for the weekend. The good news is it doesn't look like we're going to slip back below about 45 degrees for the rest of the foreseeable future. We'll see what Stu Muck has to say about that. Stick around. Farming is dangerous. There's dangers all around us. We go through safety training and try and do these things to make sure accidents don't happen. You don't want to hit a gas pipe because that's your life. The other part of it is if you hit certain things, you're liable for it. Farm Safe 811 starts with you. Always call 811 and wait for any underground lines to be marked. Always keep safety in the back of your mind. Just stay humble. For more information, go to farmsafe811.org. Well, we are thrilled to already be looking forward to the 2023 Wisconsin Farm Technology Days. A little bit different than what you may have seen in the past, but boy, it's offering an awful lot of new elements that could intrigue you and your family to attend. Arnie Jennerman is the general manager of uh, Wisconsin Farm Technology Days Incorporated. Now, let's go back a little bit, Arnie, for those people that don't religiously watch the trends in the show. Explain why 2023 is just a little bit of a different twist to the show. Well, one of the challenges, uh, you recall, we, we're about three years ahead finding sites for the show. Three years ago, we thought the world was coming to an end <laughs> with COVID. And so at that time, it was really hard to get counties yeah. to commit to, to do the show. And so uh, we were fortunate the folks at the Badger Steam and Gas Engine Club stepped up, and they've been great partners, and they have a great facility there. In fact, they're clearing some extra land for us. Oh, beautiful. So uh, we think that site will really be a great uh, location for the show. Uh, We've really had some pretty good response from exhibitors. We're really on track with exhibitors signing up for the show. Uh, We think uh, it's kind of a central location, so Mm -hmm. that should really be a plus. Uh, Lots of other attractions in that area. Uh, But book your motels early because they do fill up in that Dells area. Uh, We're still looking for volunteers, but we've had a good response uh, from volunteers in the area as well. So we'll have the the usual suspects of the horses and the the beef. Uh, One of the things we're going to have in, uh, you know, we're looking for a really blowout uh, 
exhibit on the heritage side because the club, of course, wants yep. to show their their uh, their wares there. So uh, so that should be a lot of fun. They're going to run some of their uh, shingle mill and some of those yeah. other exhibits. And then we also uh, are doing some tours around the area to sites in the area. We've got about six tours lined up to go off-site. There's really a lot of uh, interesting ag-related ag businesses in that part mm -hmm. of the state. So as with all of our shows, there's a lot to see in the local area. And we really like to feature what's going on in the local area. Wisconsin agriculture is so diverse. Let's talk a little bit about those volunteers. It's hard, it's been very hard since the pandemic to get volunteers in mass like is necessary for Farm Technology Days. You've got a little bit of a carrot at the end of the stick this year to try to get those volunteers involved. Yes, we've got some, uh, there's money. <laughs> so so if uh, volunteer organization, organizations, charitable organizations can produce volunteers and they are doing that, we'll basically pay for the hours they provide. Uh, we'll pay the organization. So it's really an opportunity for Boy Scout troops, FFA, FFA alumni, um, and other organizations, church groups, to participate. We're still looking for some volunteers. We've had some really good response, but we always can use more. Yeah. And so, uh, especially parking and some of those areas, we're still looking for volunteers. Uh, you can go on our website, sign up, uh, or email us. Um, so uh, happy to have those folks, but we are getting some good response. It'll be fun. You get a T-shirt, you get a get a, a meal voucher, you get to come to the show, and you get to work with some great people. That's for sure. So, Every show you get to work yes. with great people. Now you mentioned you get a food voucher. That's a little different uh, yeah. this year, and I think it's kind of a cool spin on keeping people smiling. Tell them about that one. So this year we're doing food trucks, and so there's a lot of variety. And, of course, um, if you've been to... Uh, you know, Dairy Expo in Madison, they do food trucks. If you've been to the, uh, on the square down there, food truck, Wisconsin is just blessed yeah. with a lot of food truck trucks and, and themed food trucks. So we'll, of course, have the beef producers there and the pork producers. Right. Uh, we we want to invite them, and they're going to be there. But we're going to have some interesting uh, interesting other selections. So um, so we should be able to, your, your family may each go to a different food truck, but we'll have something for everybody. That's good, that's <laughs> and, good. And so we, we really... Uh, uh, we're really looking forward to that. We think that's a good opportunity for us, and and really some bringing some uh, interesting selection diversity sure. to the to the uh, show as well. Now, one thing that is there's trade-offs whenever you have to move to shall we say a neutral position where there's not an associated farm, Arnie, and one of those is field demos. Uh, maybe explain to people a little bit. They're going to say, "Well, wait a minute. You said you've got grounds. Well, it's a little different situation." Yeah. So in. Uh, Clark County last year we had field demos and they did a great job. The year before we did them on Eau Claire, uh, we just didn't have the opportunity up there. Part of it was the availability of equipment. Yeah. Uh, manufacturers just didn't have equipment. Uh, in Baraboo we don't have field demos. We do have ride and drives. And uh, they even have an area called the sand pit there. So, uh, so we've got ride and drives for skid steers and, and the other equipment. So you can actually get on and drive them. We're also looking at having vendors do some side-by-side -side comparisons of equipment. Sure. So uh, we are having that opportunity. And it's really part of what the field demos are is shopping where you can compare a piece of equipment and go talk to the other vendor. Yeah. And, and, you know, this, this vendor told me this. Do you have that? Or how do you do that? So we're still having those opportunities on the grounds there in Baraboo so you can do the comparison shopping. We just don't have the, the normal field demos where... Um, we're running choppers yeah. and mergers, yeah. uh, but we think we'll uh, we think we'll still have it covered. We think we'll still have a lot to see there. Yeah. Uh, 
uh, we have uh, some great demonstrations of technology. For example, if you uh, uh, if you have sheep or goats, we've got invisible fence. Mm. You know, so uh, I think that's got a lot of applicability for rotational yeah, grazing. Right. If you don't want to put a you know partition <laughs> yeah. fence in yeah. your pasture, you can sure. you know, be there with your cell phone right. and Move tell the, tell the cattle where they can and can't go. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll still have that. We'll have drones, and so we'll have a lot of technology, a lot to see as we always do at the show. Now, let's talk a little bit about some of the other staples. Uh, usually there's an educational tent, there's the youth tent. Uh, not I, How many daily performances? I mean, some of those other staples, Arnie, are they still? We'll, we'll have them. The, the REC, uh, the real, real tent will have a stage and we'll have, uh, it's pretty full schedule already Good for that, uh, for that uh, venue. We also have the Ho Chunk Nation okay. participating, and Good. of course that's Very you know cool. that's their area, and uh, so we'll have that flavor as well at the show, which we're really delighted to, to see see that. Yeah. Yeah. So there's there'll be a lot to see at the show. Um, we are running trams inside the grounds. Oh, good. So people will be able to hop on, hop off. Um, I don't know about you, but I, I get my, tired. My, yeah, my, <laughs> my legs don't carry me through the whole show like they used to. So we're trying to accommodate that. And, and part of that also helps to make sure visitors get to see all the exhibits. That's you know, true. Yeah. Our, our show is usually so big that by... <laughs> One in the afternoon, you're you're starting to think about where's my car. Yeah, that's right. So, uh, Absolutely. so we hope the way the, the grounds are laid out, it'll be actually uh, better for people seeing the whole show. Good, excellent. Arnie Jennerman along with us, if you're just joining us, General Manager of Wisconsin Farm Technology Days Incorporated. Again, the show this year, July 18th through the 20th at the Badgers Team and Gas Engine Club Grounds. That's kind of between Wisconsin Dells, Baraboo, Reedsburg, uh, a Baraboo address. And you can find more at wifarmtechnologydays.com. Let's talk about the business side of things, Arnie, because you are in charge of the books. You've got to pay attention and report back to the board. Your greatest concern about a show like this, I mean, this is on the back of Wisconsin Farm Technology Days Incorporated. No county, front money, that type of thing. People need to understand that, that from your perspective, it's got a different look you've got to manage. Oh, it's very, very true, Pam. Uh, we're putting the money out up front in this particular case. So um, it, it bears some more additional risk for us. Uh, realize that most of the shows around the country are of this nature. Way, yeah. uh, we're, we've been the exception where we travel around the state and do shows in counties. Uh, we still love to do that. Yes. So we're still looking for counties for future years. Uh, I'm still meeting with counties to have future shows. So we'd love to have counties in the schedule mm -hmm. uh, because getting around the state is really a great feature yes. of our show. Right. But um, yes, it is a different model as far as the risks we're taking with the show. And of course, we always have the weather risks, which yeah. every show has. But uh, we think it'll work. Uh, we've gone through the numbers and uh, I say we're getting a good response from exhibitors and we get people to come to the show, which we think we've got a lot to offer. We should do fine. Happy to look forward to it, that's for sure. Again, July 18th through the 20th. Wisconsin Farm Technology Days. A little different look, but with a lot of the staples that keep people coming back every year. WIFarmTechnologyDays.com can give you more details, including how you can get involved as a volunteer. And we'll look forward to seeing you at the show. Badger Steam and Gas Engine Club grounds just outside of Baraboo. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Hi, it's Preston from Window World. Today's story comes to us from a frustrated homeowner. 
Mother Nature was crafty, her plan was plotted. My windows are drafty, they're broken and rotted. I need new windows installed the right way. I want the best quality and can't overpay. Window World's process was easy and seamless. Best decision ever. Boy, I'm a genius. Window World. Call Window World today and be your story's hero. When it comes to custom wedding rings, get to know your Denny's Jeweler. Denny's Jewelers does offer affordable custom wedding bands. Whether it be gold, silver, diamonds, gemstones, platinum, you bring your wedding band idea and we'll point you in the right direction. We'll show you all the options. I am Sarah Denny Alexander. Come meet the entire Denny's family at Denny's Jewelers. Chris Collini with a dirty little secret. Growing up, we were encouraged to track mud in the house. After all, dirt has been our family business for generations. Today, we rely on more than our boots to transport our nutrient-rich soils. We have bigger trucks and better equipment if you need it delivered. Or you can simply pick it up at our awesome dirt-filled processing plant. Take it from a worm. Trust the guys who know good dirt. Collini Topsoil. Now that's good dirt. You know who tells a great story? Our Tom's Auto Center customers, like Blake, who recently gave us a five-star review. It reads, I appreciated the emailed estimate and text message communication about the repairs. Thanks, Blake. Schedule your appointment, tomsautocenter.com. We'll make sure you get five-star service. Tom's Auto Center, with a get or fix, get or done, to get you going, guys. Off Highway 51 in McFarland, a stone's throw from McDonald's. If you combine pajamas and rubber boots to check on the barn, we welcome you. This is the Midwest Farm Report. And you better have a winter coat to go along with it for a good chunk of Wisconsin on a Tuesday morning. We're still waking up with cooler temperatures, that's for sure, at least compared to what we enjoyed previously. Let's talk about it. Ag Weather Times, Tumac Ag Meteorologist joining us live this morning. So I'm looking back through some of my talk text uh, updates since this time yesterday. It uh, looks like uh, in that Fond du Lac area, less than an inch of snow, uh, basically Sunday night into Monday. And then I heard from my buddy, Jim Beitlick, who lives on, if I remember correctly, Chipmunk, Chipmunk Ridge in Stoddard. He said, I only get to listen to you about 10 minutes normally before I go to work. Today is different. I'm stuck in a snowdrift waiting to be pulled out. He said he was guessing eight inches of snow in Stoddard. What other numbers do you have for us this morning, Stu, as we kind of look in the rearview mirror at all that snow? Well, I've got a number from Stoddard. It says one mile northeast of Stoddard at 10.1 inches. (laughs) Uh, Just two miles north of Dorchester, 10 inches of snow. Uh, West Salem, 17.3. Nealsville in Clark County, 19 inches. Uh, Three miles west of Black River Falls, 19.5. Mindoro at 20.5. And even uh, north-northeast of Northfield in Jackson County, 22 inches reported. You you know, see, people are going to think that you're pulling their leg. But this is for serious. This is National Weather Service, not this, just hearsay. Right. These are reports put out. This is issued by the Lacrosse Office of the National Weather Service. They've oh. got snowfall reports with that kind of list. Oh my. And then it's, it's funny. Rochester, Minnesota, 1.8. Wow. So it was just that narrow band again. It did it go as far up as Eau Claire? Just about. 
Wow. Uh, where did I see Eau Claire? Had only about 2.1. Wow. So just right in that Jackson County, uh, kind of lacrosse county situation right there. Man, oh, man. And Vernon County. Well, thank you for the updates. Again, if you're one of those poor souls that's still trying to dig out, the talk text line is 877-301-FARM, 877-301-3276. And despite the circumstances, good to hear from Jim Like, So are we going to start warming up today to start dissipating some of those snow mounds? Mother Nature is going to kick in today and help us out, Pam. I mean, we're going to talk about sunshine. High pressure settling right over Wisconsin should make for a sunny day. Temperatures not back in the 70s like they were, but they're going to warm up pretty nicely. A lot of upper 40s and low 50s. That starts to melt that snow off pretty well. But the clouds redevelop. A warm front will edge up from our southwest again. And La Crosse, Mauston, maybe Madison could see a rain chance before daybreak tomorrow. Otherwise, falling in with that chance of showers, possibly even some thunderstorms tomorrow. That'll cross through southern Wisconsin. That warm front just draws right up, holds in the southern part of the state, keeps some of that rain chance around. Yeah, Wednesday, Wednesday night into Thursday, there still could be a little shower activity late Friday or maybe starting into the weekend. I don't expect the end of the week to be very heavy, but what happens and moves on in toward Wednesday and Thursday could start pushing us up to another inch or inch and a half of rain. I'll have forecast details right after this. My name is Cameron Olson, owner of Olson Solar Energy. Depending on system size, typically 10 years is your payback. Then when you think about these these systems that we're selling have 25-year warranties for everything, the panels, the inverters, the racking, and 25-year workmanship warranty from us, It's generally about 15, 16, 17 years of making money on your investment. Go to OlsonSolarEnergy.com and start saving. Go green, save green with Olson Solar Energy. Explore the West with me. I'm Pam Yonke inviting you to join us on our next agriculture adventure, August 14th through the 23rd, Glacier, Yellowstone, and Grand Tetons, the ultimate Northern Rockies tour with agricultural highlights that take us to a hops farm, a cattle ranch, and a dairy farm. Visit HolidayVacations.com, keyword Pam, to learn more about this tour and watch a travel show, or call 888-557-1020 for a brochure. If you didn't catch all that and still would like to have details on our next farm tour out west, you can use our talk text line and let me know what you need, 877-301-FARM. All right, Stu, let's have some of the details. Now, although we are going to warm up today, I'm a little concerned about the extra moisture that's coming right behind this. Yeah, that's the big problem. We're going to have some water standing because of melting snow, especially in that western part of Wisconsin, and then we add rain to it. Let's look for a mostly sunny sky today. Not an uncomfortable day at all. Upper upper 40s and low 50s. Madison probably getting pretty warm at 52 or so, and the northwest winds will be around 5 to 10. But clouds redevelop, and quite late tonight in the west or even south, a small chance of rain before daybreak. We fall into the lower mid-30s, if you will. I'd say freezing or above north winds at 5. It's tomorrow mostly cloudy. The showers develop. Could be afternoon thunderstorms spreading in from west to east. I'd expect tomorrow's high in the mid and upper 50s, maybe a 60 here or there. East winds gusting closer to 30. And that rain chance holds overnight into the day Thursday as well. Mostly cloudy, breezy. And showers could be a thunderstorm or two around then. 
even nicer in the low and mid 60s with the south winds 10 to 20 gusting to 30 but through wednesday and wednesday night fam easily up to a half and one inch and we could add another quarter to half into thursday so Ooh. we're talking an inch plus of rain in a couple of days on top of melting snow so a oh. lot of water wow all right good enough thanks to appreciate it stumach keeping us up to date on what's happening with weather on a tuesday morning don't forget john heinberg on the way as well this is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. The policy development process for the Wisconsin Farm Bureau benefits farmers because if you have an issue, you can bring that forward and it's a grassroots organization. You vote on it at your county, district, and then it eventually goes to the state level and policy could be developed on the issue that you have. WFBF.com. Let's solve your issue. A voice for farmers, vision for agriculture, Wisconsin Farm Bureau. Sweet of Metal Roofing customers choose us because they don't want to worry about their roof anymore. There's no curling, it won't blow off, and you won't find granules in your gutters. It's one and done. It is the last roof you'll ever need. I'm Mike. And Mary Sweeta. Enjoy the long-lasting architectural strength and beauty of a Sweeta metal roof. S-W-I-T-A metalroofing.com. Sweeta metal roofing, the last roof you'll ever need. Create the floors you love this season with DIY and budget-friendly flooring from Wiseway. With Wiseway Flooring's direction, you'll only need to be moderately handy to accomplish brand new floors. I'm Mike Yenser at Wiseway Flooring, inviting you to visit our showroom in Watertown, Lake Mills, and Economwalk. See how our do-it-yourself products might be the right thing for you. Commercial or residential, the wise have it. Log on to INeedFlooringNow.com. Sprucing up your office space can be pretty darn simple with Office Furniture Warehouse of Madison. We design it, we install it, and we even give you a 5% referral discount. Better yet, we take care of the old stuff for you. You deserve a new look. Impressive office furniture with warehouse pricing makes Office Furniture Warehouse America's go-to office furniture store. Visit OFWGoMadison.com or stop by the showroom on Ronald Reagan Avenue on the north side. You can't change the price of gas or groceries, but you can change the amount of your energy bill. Benjamin Plumbing is now a certified dealer of Renai tankless water heaters. The number one tankless water heater in North America. They're up to 40% more energy efficient and provide endless hot water. Stop wasting tons of energy keeping 40, 50, even 75 gallons of water hot day and night with your old water heater. Call Benjamin Plumbing today and learn more about the new state-of-the-art, energy-efficient Renai tankless water heaters, including a factory-extended warranty. Save money with endless hot water for your home with a new Renai water heater from Benjamin Plumbing. Hi, Dale Benjamin with Benjamin Plumbing. When we say your plumbing problem is fixed, we mean it. No excuses, I guarantee it. Contact Benjamin Plumbing at BenjaminPlumbing.com. Now you've got a friend in the plumbing business. Benjamin Plumbing. How is it that we can have smokers' lines without ever smoking? A skincare minute with skincare expert Michelle Neeson. Smokers or lip lines can occur not only because of smoking, but other factors, such as talking, drinking from a straw, genetics, and age related fat loss. 
The most simple and effective treatment for this problem is a combination of dermal fillers such as Juvederm, which can smooth and fill those fine lines as well as hydrate the lips. Also, a neuromodulator such as Botox can be used in small amounts to relax those pursing muscles. At Rejuvenation Clinic of Sauk Prairie, this treatment results in a natural, more youthful appearance of the mouth and often lasts a year or longer. Let your natural beauty shine through. Visit us at rejuvenationclinicofsaukprairie.com. Farming is dangerous. There's dangers all around us. We work around it and we live around it every day. And we just become desensitized to what's around us. We go through safety training and, you know, we try and do these things to make sure accidents don't happen, but you just never know. There are so many farmers that I think take for granted all of the underground utilities that are there. You don't want to hit a gas pipe because that's your life. The other part of it is if you hit certain things, you're liable for it. I mean, we kind of know what's out here, but all at the same time, you, you just always call. FarmSafe 811 starts with you. Whether you're installing drain tile or doing any sort of digging, always call 811 and wait for any underground lines to be marked and have the depth confirmed. That's farming with care. But if a line does get damaged, go somewhere safe and call 911. Always keep safety in the back of your mind. Just stay humble. For more information, go to farmsafe811.org. All right, inspired by Reggie Miller, Reggie Miller in the broadcast yesterday when the Bucks went down had said that the Heat losing Tyler Hero, a bigger blow than the Bucks losing Giannis Adendokounmpo. I put it up on Twitter at Zone Madison, uh, which is the bigger loss for the team. 83% say Bucks losing Giannis. That's exactly where I voted, Rowdy. I'm pretty sure you probably voted there too. I think the 17% voting for technically Tyler Hero. Are they really, really dumb? They're Heat fans. <laughs> well, like, what else? How would, how else would you explain that? I, I guess that would be like the only explanation, right? Because I don't know how you can like honestly say with a straight face that the Heat losing Tyler Hero is a bigger blow than the Bucks losing Giannis. Giannis, what's the comparable it, for like Giannis is a former MVP. Giannis is an All Star. Giannis is a defensive player of the year caliber player. Giannis is in the running for MVP once again. Yeah. Giannis is the best player on the Bucks. Yep. Giannis is the face of their franchise. Yep. Giannis is almost everything but a great three-point shooter for the Bucks. And free throw shooter. Tyler Hero is just a good jump shooter. What would be the equivalent of like the Tyler Hero for the Bucks? Tyler Hero for the Bucks? Yeah. Who'd be like that equivalent? I don't want to say like Grayson Allen or Pat that's, Connaughton. That's right where I went to because he's better than that, but like a better version of yeah, that. I would say like a Grayson Allen or a Pat Connaughton. But I'll give him credit where it's due. A better version, correct? A a more deadly version that has the ability to go to like get absolutely hot and drill shots, and all of a sudden you know ring up th- back to back to back threes and, and score nine points in a minute by himself. Yeah. Like he's that type of scorer. So, but I mean, the role he would play would be like a Grayson Allen on the, on the Bucks. Now I would say like for a comparable, the Grizzlies using John Morant would be like losing a Giannis Adenokounmpo. Do you think you could argue that maybe it's like a combination of like a Middleton and a Grayson Allen? It's uh, somewhere in between that. 
Totally. Because, I mean, Tyler Hero brings... Look, like, he, he's he, got the Grayson Allen role. He's not the quote-unquote number two like Chris Middleton would be, but he has the ability to score at a clip like Chris Middleton. And he's definitely got that villain in him like Grayson Allen. Tyler Hero does. But, yeah, I mean, he, I mean, he scored the first two buckets for the Heat right out the gates. Like, you know, he was already... He was inspired. I feel like the closest thing to a Giannis on the Heat would be Jimmy Butler getting hurt. Yeah, hands down, totally. The Grizzlies losing John Morant with a hand injury, which we saw yesterday, that's like losing a Giannis uh, for an NBA franchise because he is, you know, the Grizz. Like, that's the face of the Grizzlies. So I think we would be in agreement saying that the biggest injury the Bucks could sustain from their team would be Giannis. Yeah. Like, they lost Chris Middleton last year, and they still made it to the conference semis with Giannis, and the rest of the supporting cast really didn't play that well. Yep. And they ended up losing in seven to the Celtics. Yep. Um, I would say that Jimmy Butler is clearly a bigger loss to the Heat than Tyler Hero. I would say that Bam Adebayo would be a bigger loss than Tyler Hero because remember when Giannis is healthy, they try to use Bam Adebayo to guard Giannis because he is big, he is long, he is athletic, and he's one of the handful of guys in the NBA that can actually yeah. man up on Giannis. Could be the Giannis stopper. Or, or help create that picket fence that the Celtics <laughs> and the Heat made famous yep. on Giannis. Those two guys, in my mind, are clearly more valuable to the Heat than Tyler Hero. There's no doubt about that. And so, then I feel like there's there you could get in arguments about other guys here and there, but at best, he's like the third most important player. At best. At, I'm trying to like get in the mind of Reggie Miller. Like, is that you're just trying to make some waves? Yeah, be controversial because losing Giannis is huge. Losing Tyler Hero, not that huge. But I digress. Now the Bucks have lost opening games before in a series. Hell, in their uh, run to the playoffs or the finals, excuse me, when they won the championship, uh, they did sweep the Heat. Then they lost two in a row to the Nets. Went back and won that in seven. Then they lost the first one to the Atlanta Hawks. Won that in six. And then they lost the first two in the NBA Finals to the Suns. Or then they won four in a row. So we've had precedent of this before. Giannis also, uh, if, in case people forget. Roses are red, violets are blue, and you bet she'll be talking farming with you. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Sunshine on the way today. We'll touch out around 54, but I'll tell you what, Wednesday and Thursday, more rain on the way. Glad you're coming along for the ride. Good morning, everyone. I'm Farm Director Pam Yankee. We're talking with John Heinberg, Market Advisor, Total Farm Marketing out of West Bend, in about 15, 20 minutes or so. Commodities look firm in overnight activity, and we've got the latest planting progress report that shows at least 16 of our major corn-producing states got a little seed in the ground as of Sunday. We'll find out what John sees in that report. Stick around. So today is the 18th day of April. Let's see, what can I tell you? On this day, back in 1506, construction started on the current St. Peter's Basilica. It is still one of the most prominent Catholic sites in Vatican City. It is beautiful. I'm glad to say I've seen it myself. But it started with construction on this day back in 1506. On this day in 1906, a massive earthquake basically destroys San Francisco. 
3,000 people died in the disaster. Over 80% of the city was destroyed, and yet they rebuilt. Massive earthquake in San Francisco on this day back in 1906. On this day in 1949, Ireland became an independent republic. It led to all kinds of turmoil, though six counties in Northern Ireland decided that they wanted to stay part of the Commonwealth, part of England, and the rest stayed as Ireland. It led to the troubles that have been in the news lately, where basically uh, North Ireland and South Ireland, as well as uh, some of Scotland, were battling. All started on this day back in 1949 when Ireland became its own independent republic. On this day in 1956, it would have been the wedding of the century. Prince Rainier III married actress Grace Kelly. It captured the world's attention. They figure when they were married, some 30 million people around the world were watching. So like I said, a lot like when uh, Prince Charles and Diana got married. The world paid attention on this day back in 1956. Happy birthday to actor James Woods. He's 76. Conan O'Brien is 60 today. And Melissa Joan Hart celebrating her 47th birthday. And now you know. Wisconsin farmers did their very best to use the warmer weather that we had enjoyed right up to the very end. The Wisconsin Ag Statistical Service says as of Sunday, 1% of our corn in Wisconsin was planted. That's 12 days ahead of last year. 6% of our oats are in the ground four days ahead of last year. And 8% of our potatoes got planted as of Sunday. Spring tillage also about 8% complete. Other interesting points I saw in the report, 7% of our Wisconsin topsoil considered short of moisture even as we go into this week. You know, farmers are putting that crop in the ground, and in some areas that ground is pretty expensive to run. Illinois farmland prices continued their upward curve as far as value, and it applies to all classes of farmland in Illinois. According to a report from the Illinois Farmland Values Conference, which was hosted by the Illinois Society of Professional Farm Managers and Rural Appraisers, they say they've seen a sharp rise in land values in Illinois. Class A land, which is considered some of the best of the best, rose 45% from 2021 to 2022. The premium acreage always carries a big price tag, but the report says lesser quality acreage also saw increases over 25% and in some instances over 40%. So obviously in Illinois, farmland values, farmland demand definitely continuing to rise. Those are the kinds of trends that bankers are paying attention to. Last week, Ag bankers, ag lenders from all across the state gathered together in Wisconsin Dells. Charity Seebecker was there and visited with Ed Elfman. He is the Senior Vice President of Agricultural and Rural Banking Policy for the American Bankers Association. And he said, with that high farmland value that they're trying to work with, it's imperative that the 2023 Farm Bill also pay attention to mechanisms like crop insurance. I think the other thing that we're hearing a lot in D.C. on rural lending is lack lack of credit or access to credit. And that's why we're so big on Acre right now, because Acre, is, we believe, is going to provide more credit to rural America. And we need to do something because many members of Congress, senators are talking about access to credit, access to credit, access to credit. So that's why we came up with legislation that hopefully will actually help with access to credit um, going forward. 
Ed Elfman, Senior Vice President of Agricultural and Rural Banking Policy for the American Banking Association. He said lenders are going to continue to work with their legislators to try to make sure that there's support mechanisms in play, especially when you're dealing with some of those high farmland values and high input costs, like most farmers are dealing with this spring. Where are you getting your fertilizer this year? Just about anywhere you look, it's going to cost more. And you may even find it's harder to get when you need it. It sure would be nice to have a better source of crop nutrients. Believe it or not, you do. It's your soil. Source from Sound Agriculture unlocks more of the nutrients already in your fields, so you can add less fertilizer while getting the yield you're counting on. It's such a solid backup plan, you'll probably find yourself wondering why Source wasn't the plan all along. Visit Sound.ag to learn more. Yellowstone, Glacier National Park, and the Grand Tetons. That's where we're headed next on our agriculture adventure. Hi, everybody. I'm PM Yankee, inviting you to join us August 14th through the 23rd. We'll start in Montana, where we make our first agriculture stop at Big Sky Orchards and take a tour of this family-run hops farm. In Glacier National Park, we board classic red vintage touring cars for an exciting drive along the park's famous Going to the Sun Road. Later, we spend time in both Yellowstone and the Grand Tetons. National Parks, taking in the magnificent beauty. In Wyoming, we visit Mead Ranch, where the Mead family has raised cattle on the same land in Jackson Hole for over 100 years. And lastly, we stop at the Monk Family Farm, a dairy located in Utah's beautiful Cache Valley. Visit HolidayVacations.com keyword PAM to learn more about this tour and watch a travel show. Or call 888-557-1020 for a free brochure. I'd love to have you join us. John Heinberg, Market Advisor with Total Farm Marketing, jumping on with us here in just a moment. Markets are jumping this morning in Chicago, and the good news is it's all on the positive right now. December corn's up three, currently at 569. November beans are up 11, 1322. July wheat, six cents stronger right now, 713 a bushel. The barrel cheese was unchanged on Monday at 151 and a quarter. 40 pound black cheese dropped a penny to 176 and a half. Double A butter, that was up two and a half cents, 235 and a quarter per pound. May milk right now is up a nickel at 1752. The June milk closed 16 cents lower yesterday, 1783 a hundredweight. What is on his mind? John Heinberg, market advisor with Total Farm Marketing, gives us a little direction on what's happening in the marketplace conversationally. He's up next. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Pest control? You've got a guy for that. Car repairs? You probably have a guy for that as well. For someone to custom design a unique piece of jewelry for you, or help your current pieces look sparkling fresh, that needs to be William Thomas Custom Jewelry. Affordable and local, William Thomas Custom Jewelry will help you create a desirable, one-of-a-kind piece that you'll be proud to wear for years to come. William Thomas Custom Jewelry, your inspiration, your custom jeweler. If you're talking, they will hear you. We all want our kids to grow up safe and healthy. So we show them how, and we tell them with honest conversations that let them know what we expect. Not just one time, but every chance we get. That's especially important when it comes to alcohol and other drugs. Kids not only need to know the dangers and how to avoid them, they need to hear it often from you. And when it comes to pain medications, opioids, they need to know that they should never be taken without a prescription and never shared with friends or family. 
It's dangerous and illegal. So talk with your kids and guide them through the challenges of growing up safe and healthy. Because when you talk, they hear you. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. So talk, they hear you. You can do it if you try. Hi, it's Preston from Window World. Over the past 15 years, Window World has donated more than $15 million to St. Jude's Children's Hospital. We have also supported the Veterans Airlift Command with over 120 flights. We have a strong belief in giving back and want to thank everyone who has chosen Window World for their home's renovation. When you go with Window World, you're doing a lot more than remodeling. Call us today. If your conversations always start with the weather, welcome to the Midwest Farm Report. Well, you know when it comes to this audience, it always starts with the weather because sooner or later we're going to come around to it. Let's start off on a Tuesday morning with our friend John Heinberg, Market Advisor, Total Farm Marketing out of West Bend. I'm going to tell you the website right away, totalfarmmarketing.com, and their toll-free number is 800 334 9779. So I got that out of the way, John. Let's jump right into it. Markets are pretty robust today, not just corn, beans, and wheat, but also it looks like uh, Dow Jones Industrial Ad Average, uh, S&P. Everything is a little stronger this morning. What's going on? What did I miss overnight? Well, it started yesterday in the ag sector, for sure. We had some really good money flow coming into the grain markets, as well as the livestock markets. You know, you don't get those days when both of them are all moving higher. Even saw some of the softs kind of kick in as well yesterday. So first off, we've got a little bit of cooling in the inflation side. So I think that's triggering a little bit of money flow back into the commodity sector again. Feel, you know, Because when you get in those deflationary type environments where the Fed's cutting, you know, cutting, raising interest rates, tightening up the money supply, Again, that just affects commodities in general in that regard. So I think that's some of the underlying effect going on. Then on the overnight, too, we got Chinese GDP data came out at 4.5% for the first quarter. That was a half a percentage point better than the market was anticipating. A jump basically of 2.2% quarter per quarter, too. So when you're seeing the world's largest purchaser of commodities, economy starting to kick back in again here now that they've gone through their COVID lockdowns, that just brings some optimism that they're going to be stepping into the marketplace and possibly being a purchaser. So those things are all kind of working in place here, throwing a little seasonality and we see in the grain markets and we got a little bit of a move here that's going to give us some opportunities, possibly get some more pricing op- uh, opportunities out there for producers with this new crop that they're starting to work on putting in the field. All right, let's talk a little bit about the new crop. We may circle back to the funds in a moment, but the crop progress rag- ratings, again, I, you know, okay, Uh, We want to get going, but it is uh, the third week of April. What did you see that was noteworthy in the weekly crop progress report, John? Well, I was actually a little surprised. I thought the corn number might be a little bit higher, too, and so was the market. We came in at 8% planted, and market was anticipating a 10% planting pace on the corn side. Uh, so, again, we got going, but uh, not as historically strong as we thought we could be after with that beautiful week of weather that we had last week across the majority of the corn belt. You know, and then you throw in a little bit of a change in the forecast here now into the 1st of May. Unfortunately, it sounds like it's staying on the colder side, wetter side, and so, again, maybe that's some of the reasons 
reason we're seeing a little push into the grain markets for corn and corn and soybeans today, as well as um, wheat, because if we can't get things in the ground here, our supplies are still tight. So there's some caution. So maybe we're adding some risk premium in here as well. So that's the first little thing we'll kind of keep to watching what's going on in terms of the weather and the cool temps. Because again, we're looking at the eastern Corn Belt stand below normal all the way through till the first of May now. Does that, I, you guys are all about charts. Uh, do you ever uh, like put your transparencies from years past with this kind of weather problem over what's going on in the market today, John? Well, you can look at just historically what those types of things usually mean. Now, I, when we usually get some type of a concern or premium for a planning delay, they usually turn into selling opportunities in in that regard. So, again, that's something I'll be focusing on. Again, with our technology, it does not take us long to get going, and we get a couple good weeks of warm weather in the first part of May, and it does sound like the May forecast could start you know warming back up again. You know, we'll get things in the ground, okay, maybe a week or two late or wherever, but it'll get in the ground quickly and then the market will price that in accordingly so a lot of times when we get this premium like this you know on a year-by-year -year basis we just kind of look at what typically happens as we get into those planning windows and planning delays usually turn into opportunities to make some marketing unless we truly got some weather issues forming in terms of heavy wetness or snow or something of that nature that could cause us to lose some acres let's pivot then and start talking a little bit about another sector that's been red hot cattle still very strong what's happening with the pork complex though now, pork complex, again, broke to new lows on last week. And then we finally maybe turned the corner again on Friday. And I, I kind of said this about four times now, and it keeps going right back down. So I'm a little cautious as I say those words. But I think we needed to get maybe that April contract off the board. It did expire yesterday. And now the May and the June are kind of the lead months here that we're going to be focusing on. And now maybe the market's mindset might shift to, you know, the summer demand, the grilling demand. I know that's already the talk in the cattle market in terms of some of the Retail values, you know, where cattle values are high in terms of the beef available to the retailer, pork values are extremely cheap here. We've been seeing good export demand. So again, maybe we can get some money flow. You talk about one of those money flow items. The the funds have pushed hogs into extremely short position, over twenty six thousand short contracts on their net position, and that's large in terms of a livestock position on the short side, which they typically don't do. So we'll have to see if we can get some turn in that market, and we could see a pretty good technical bounce just because of money flow and concerns that they might be on the wrong side of things yeah yeah that's uh you know like you said big moves require big moves if there's a correction needed so cattle and uh you know any of the other i should say not necessarily always on our radar commodities catching your attention this morning you know, again, we keep talking about that cattle market had a little bit of a price correction, but all of a sudden the, the June contract looks immediately undervalued. You know, talking to producers, we're hearing those 180 plus cash carrying out into May. And then we got retail values now taking out the COVID high for choice carcass values here last week. Just shows you how tight the supply is out there and the demand is still good. So there's meat on the bone for the packers. They're looking for cattle. They're still making those phone calls, you know, talking to guys. And that keeps me optimistic in this market that that little correction we had at the end of the week last week quickly turned around here again yesterday and that we got some room for this market to keep climbing even past these historical highs. Man, wow. It, but it does make me wonder what my steak on the grill is going to cost by the time we get to August. 
It, it does when you start thinking about that side of it. You know, I haven't really seen it in the store yet. I've been watching kind of what's going on, you know, and obviously right now they're putting the specials out there. You know, the beef they've purchased, they got it a little bit cheaper. And again, those specials are there. Maybe they're making some money on some other sides and fording, you know, could look at losing a little bit on the beef as long as they're making it on the pork or the poultry side, you know, but it, it's going to be interesting to see how things shape up because again, right now we're starting to hit that peak season, Memorial Day, Father's Day, right around the corner. And these retailers are starting to build up their supplies for those specials to get that beef out there. Well, and you know, that's something we have to help consumers understand is although you're dealing with a grocery store or, you know, maybe even, you know, a, I don't know, specialty restaurant or some, they are savvy. They will go into the market and protect themselves from excessively high prices for this fall. Very much so. Risk management goes for the end user just as much as it does the producer, you know, across the board. And, and you watch that kind of come into play. So obviously they've probably covered their they covered themselves a long time ago, knowing that this was coming. So at least they can make some managed money on that side and protect themselves, you know, against some of these high costs. And hopefully that can get pushed on to the consumer, at least in terms of keeping costs somewhat cheaper. It is funny. The emails and conversations when I'm out in the general public, I am approached by more people that are in a catering business asking me what's going to happen with beef and pork. And you can imagine, considering how much they're going through. John Heinberg, along with us this morning, Market Advisor with Total Farm Marketing out of West Bend. Again, that website, totalfarmmarketing.com. The toll-free number, 800-334-9779. Cautionary words for people, uh, John, whether it's uh, somebody that's you know looking to fill their freezer or whether it's a uh, Corn grower that's trying to find position in the marketplace. Give me some give me some guidance this morning. You know, again, things are still historically high. Things are still going to move extremely quick. So, you know, especially for producers, you've got good value here. Don't be greedy. That's my biggest thing. And as you get busy here in the, sp- in the springtime, make sure you stay focused on the marketing side. You know, that's what we're here for, to help reach out and keep an eye on things for you. You know, manage that risk one way or another. You know, again, when piece prices get high, things can always still move higher. So we can still, But you still got to prepare yourself for those downturns that can quickly come, especially if supplies and things start falling together like we think they can this year so again i'm cautious going to going forward for producers well the thing is you're never watching your phone you're never on the computer at exactly the time you should be so an expert like you on hand is a great partner all right john we'll catch up with you next week buddy thanks so much for all the content Thanks a lot. Have a great week. John Heinberg, Market Advisor, Total Farm Marketing out of West Bend. Again, a regular uh, contributor every Tuesday morning along with us. Uh, you can call him, 800-334-9779. You can email John directly, John H at totalfarmmarketing.com, and he will respond to you plenty quick. Like I said, John Heinberg, valuable part of the farm show today.